Welcome to episode 13 of Crystalcast. Today I have the great pleasure of being joined by Jane Atkins from Kensington Mortgages. If you're curious as to what giant dogs, it's a knockout and heroes have in common, listen on. As always, all the information provided is for the use of financial intermediaries only. Today we're joined by Jane Atkins, Field Sales Manager at Kensington Mortgages. Welcome. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you for the invite. No, thank you for joining us. To start off in traditional Crystal Cast fashion, can you tell us three surprising things about you? So I've been listening to some of your Crystal Cast um, broadcasts that you've done recently, and I have to say, super talented people, and they all start off with, oh yeah, nothing really, but I was a, you know, a major rugby player, I'm a black belt in karate. And I am now probably known as your most least sporty person that you probably <laughs> interviewed on your Crystal Cast. Um, but I do have quite a funny story as to why uh, I really don't like sport. And when I was a rookie BDM, so it's kind of like mid-90s, um, one of my broker customers, who is still a broker customer, and I'm not going to say who it is because I'm sure there's some dodgy photographs out there somewhere, um, asked me to join his team that was taking part in It's a Knockout. And I thought, oh, that sounds a bit of fun. I loved bouncy castles as a child. Okay. Uh, so we, t- we turn up on the day, and I have never seen so much ginormous water slides, these huge blow-ups in my life, covered in fairy liquid. They must have <laughs> bought the whole shelf of fairy liquid. Um, and we did it for, for charity. I thought, okay, this will be great. And then to make it worse, we were competing with the gladiators. And I'm not talking about Russell Crowe. Yeah. I'm talking about the ones on the ITV programme that were like Lightning yeah, and Bolt and Hunter. So they were like seven foot tall and seven foot wide. Um, and uh, people thought it was great fun. Uh, I didn't think it was great fun, I have to say. <laughs> so that, that's kind of a bit of a funny story about my sporting event. And um, I suppose nowadays it's a little bit more... Uh, I want to say kind of uh, a bit more relaxed. So I'm a big animal lover and I've got a dog. And for those who do know me will probably know I'm quite petite, not particularly very tall. But my dog is actually three stone heavier than me. Wow. (laughs) So uh, I've got a Newfoundland, love him to bits. His name is Frankie. And uh, so when we go on what I'd like to call a walk, which other people (laughs) say is a bit more of a tug of war um, or a bit more of a kind of a sprint across the field, it is is quite good fun, I have to say. Um, And I suppose the the third thing, a bit more professionally, is when I joined, I suppose, um, financial services. And I'm really lucky to say, you know, proud to say that I've always worked in financial services, apart from a couple of years where I worked with solicitors in legal services. And I work for um, a Scottish mutual buildings, uh, a Scottish mutual society. And um, they decided that they would uh, open up mortgage desks and try and support brokers and IFAs. And I was actually trained by a bit of an industry legend. I was actually trained by John Malone of the PMS Sesame. So that's where I got my, I suppose, my passion and my love and my insight into what the mortgage industry was all about. Great. And I'm still here today. Brilliant. Um, so you recently won BDM of the Year at the British Specialist Lending Awards. I did. I was fortunate to be on the judging panel for you that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what that meant to you? So it's quite overwhelming, really. So I've I've never um, thought about actually even entering for one of these awards, if I'm honest. And it was suggested to me that it might be quite good. Mm-hmm. So um, I just try to position, I think, I think with, with where a lot of brokers probably don't understand what's involved in the process, because I've often had brokers that, oh, how much advertising does that lender spend, etc. And that is just so not the case. No. 
So, um, so first of all, you have to go through your process of making sure that um, you, you've got customers who want to vote for you. So I kind of, you know, it's not natural in my style to kind of blow my own trumpet. So ask, asking customers if they wanted to, it would be really nice if they could. So first of all, that was the big one for me, that actually lots of customers did want to vote for me. I had lots of really nice emails and messages to say, I voted for you, good luck. So that was brilliant. And then you go through the process of, writing why what, what is it you've contributed to the industry and why should you be considered for this kind of very privileged um, specialist lending um, bdm award um so um so that that was structured that was sent off and then as you said you have this panel of industry experts sitting there facing you which you normally see on kind of mortgage strategy or mortgage solutions or you see them on a big stage somewhere doing these, these great presentations uh, and even though you're all very lovely uh, it was quite a daunting experience for me um being, being obviously the first time so um so i think after that, and, and, and I think one of the questions that even you might have asked was, what, what was the driver? Why? What, what did I actually want to achieve? What was important to me about winning that, that kind of award? And it really wasn't about me. It wasn't actually about Jane Atkins. It was more about all of those people that I had worked with over the years who, and still work with who spend a lot of time investing in me and mentoring me and coaching me to become, I suppose, the BDM that I am today. And that that was kind of me, was, was kind of a, a more of a prouder moment. So those of you who do know me, I, I, I work for a package, I work for a private label, um, which then became GMAC RFC, and there's some great industry experts in there, um, to Kensington, which has had and still have some most amazing, talented people, which um, you know I learn from and coach and mentor every day. So that was really important for me, that um, all their time and investment, that I'd achieved that, and uh, that goes really back from from what I'd learned from those guys. But I suppose moving forward and looking forward, I've now got a team of 11 BDMs, and if I can kind of give them a little bit that I've learned along my journey in the industry to them, then I think that's a, a great great thing for me. Brilliant. It was um, a very strong competition as well from yeah. the other two finalists, obviously two very absolutely. good candidates there, so you're certainly well deserving of, of uh, the award. Absolutely. And then the shock on the night when you actually won it. <laughs> yeah, the, the shock on the night was amazing. So uh, Pete William, um, who I'm sure you know, mm -hmm. is uh, very prolific in the, the kind of lender BDM kind of world and he actually gave out the award, which was, which was brilliant, which was lovely. And uh, opening that little gold envelope and reading my name, so I think... Um, you know, I was probably more shocked around the table. I think, you know, those other people were very excited for me. Uh, so, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Brilliant. Um, you've touched on it a little bit already then. Um, what would you say is the best part of your job? It's quite a difficult one because um, there's so many great aspects of the job. It's very varied. Mm. But I would say that my big USP on why I want to go and see brokers and customers is all about that educational piece and all about that adding value and I want to really help them support them with their business so one of the tools that we have is something called sales IQ which is a very analytical um, piece of equipment which looks at not only the business that the brokers submitted through to Kensington and the type of business they support us with but also looking at their overall picture so looking at the information we can get from mortgage clarity and um, the type of lenders that they use and also um, you know is it five-year fixes to your fixes, is it first-time buyers, is it older borrowers, to really kind of understand their business poor, we even actually actually go into that meeting. Okay. I think that's really, really powerful. And I think the other things is the kind of the criteria that we can um, offer as a specialist lender, I mean, with Kensington, um, and um, the power that we have with regarding a manual underwriting approach. So as a lender, we use, I suppose, our head, very analytical, um, looking, at, looking at data and looking at risks, but then our heart, 
to actually make that underwriting decision um, mm-hmm. for, for that particular customer and making that common sense decision. Uh, and to give you some examples, you know, you know, complex income, we often see lots of self-employed customers who um, have been a sole trader, painter and decorator for three years, but in April um, I took the advice from my accountant, I've gone limited, now I don't have any any accounts. Right. But, you know, ultimately your business hasn't changed, you're still the painter and decorator, it's just you've changed for tax purposes. Yeah. Um, which is a great example of using your kind of your head and your heart to make those kind of decisions. Um, or, you know, your first time buyers, your high LTVs, uh, which you guys have access to our 95% product, where, you know, um, I just haven't got enough points to reach that credit score, that automated credit score approach, a lot of the high street lenders have. Um, I haven't got anything wrong with my credit, I just haven't probably got much credit. Yeah. So kind of like making those decisions, I think is really, really important to add to brokers. Excellent. And then the worst? The worst part of the role, I think um, being a specialist lender, um, you often see lots of different types of customer groups. And I think to me, it's getting that story, first of all. So as a broker, you've got that engagement directly with your customer. You understand all the soft facts and you, you know much more about the customer than what an application can actually tell you. Yeah. So one thing I'd say is to really help your customer get a very quick um, decision, very much informed decision from an underwriting process is tell us as much information as you can up front, you know, and speak to specialists. So you've got a team of specialists here that will absolutely help, you know, your, your broker with regards to the information you're going to need to get that underwriter to make that quick decision for you or speak to your ADM. There's a lot of, um, you know, talent out there, a lot of, there's utilise those skill set, I'd say. Yeah. We call them experienced applicants. Absolutely. <laughs> where they give you a version of, of what you're looking for because you'll say yes. Yeah. And then as you unravel that, yeah. the, the truth comes out from there. So, yeah, very much agree with you on that one. Um, any industry pet hates? I think having perceptions, and, and I think a lot of brokers um, who haven't dealt with specialist lenders such as ourselves will say, I don't do your type of business. And I think, you know, you're laughing, you've, you've obviously heard it you've, you, yourself, yeah. that yeah. they kind of position where you are, so you're not a high street lender, so therefore you must do credit impaired customers all day, and we don't deal with many credit impaired customers, thank you very much. Um, so to me, it's really quite surprising when you actually say, actually, well, 45% of our business is actually buy to let, um, and in particularly limited company, and we've seen a massive growth in that sector certainly with Kensington over the last kind of 12 months. And these customers have got fantastic businesses, they've got impeccable credit, and they're really taking advantage of the marketplace right now. And why not? They're, they're taking cash out of their portfolios and they're investing into multi-units and mm-hmm. into, into HMOs. Um, and also, again, just looking at some residential, just looking at our overall residential, 40% of that is actually from self-employed customers. And I think that's a really good space for specialist lenders to be in because the high street, again, with their fast, easy, automated approach, yeah. don't really want to spend time um, analysing accounts. So one thing I would say is that um, as a lender at like Kensington, we're able to read accounts, we're able to look and analyse the information in there to really maximise the potential um, for that customer to be able to probably borrow even more money than they could do through a high street. Yeah, It's one of the biggest objections we see from brokers when we start talking to them about specialist finance instant responses, I don't do that type of business. Um, so we've just run a, a, a webinar, I think might actually be going out today, um, where there was a study done by one particular lender where 51% of their business could be classed as specialist. Wow. Just from a typical mortgage broker. Wow. So it's certainly not the, it's not kind of us and them kind of thing. Yeah. It's now there's much more crossover between the two, the two spaces. Absolutely, absolutely. So Kensington are solely intermediary focused. Um, there's been a lot of talk in the press recently about lenders looking at going direct to borrowers and building that side of the business. What are your thoughts on that? 
So absolutely, you're absolutely right. So Kensington um, are not regulated to give advice. So we are 100% intermediary only and we've got no plan to change that. Um, however, maybe a bit controversial, I do think there are customers who um, their brokers don't always go back to them. Uh, and that could well be that that broker is busy constantly with new borrowers, mm-hmm. uh, or it could be that that particular broker leaves the organisation, the, the breakdown of that kind of relationship. So I think lenders do need to think about how best to service those customers who might need some guidance and advice. Um, but then saying that, there is a huge amount of brokers out there who do service their customers really well. And um, I've had some recent conversations where brokers are going to uh, back to their customers five months before the end of their fixed rate or initial period. So really trying to build back onto that relationship and pick that customer back up. Um, and I think there's something really powerful about the old saying, people do buy people. Yeah, excellent. So obviously you mentioned, was it 40, 45% of your business was buy to let? It certainly is, yeah. Yeah, um, so what trends are you seeing in the market currently? So trends is a very difficult one, I think, for, for me to answer because we help lots of different customers. Um, we're a bit of a, a multi-niche lender. Yes, we, we do both residential and we do buy-to-let. And I think customer circumstances are becoming increasingly more complex. So we tend to focus more on customer groups okay. and not just loan-to-value bandings, which you do see from a lot of a lot of lenders in the marketplace. So um, you know we've got young professionals, so that's a, a particular product that's designed around recently qualified accountants, solicitors, doctors, etc., who really might want to maximise their earning potential. We've got products um, which is called Heroes, which uh, I'll probably expand upon later, which is designed to really help those key workers you know, your emergency services, you know, your firefighters, your police officers, your armed forces, etc. Um, and then there's also a really good niche in the market, which is high net worth customers, and their income streams sometimes are more complex for high street, and not everybody wants to fit into an um, investment bank and have all the assets put under management. So uh, there is a bit of an underserved sector there, which we can help customers. We've also got products that will service customers who are older borrowers and they want to borrow later into their life. Um, we've got mortgage prisoners where people are trapped and I think they can't remortgage elsewhere. So we've got some a great proposition for that. And again, you first time buyers who are light on their credit profile and might have had a historical credit issue um, in the background. So, so complex for me means that I think intermediaries are much more well placed to help service those customers with specialist lenders. You touched on it there, the, the Heroes range that's just been launched. Um, what was the driver behind that? So the driver was much more looking at customer segmentation and mm-hmm. what are those segments are those categories of, of your key workers, your police officers, firefighters have said, your NHS staff, your paramedics, your registered nurses, your clinicians, and all your armed forces, your army, navy, RAF, but also teachers as well and those who are in that teaching profession, lecturing, they're all employed by the public sector, they all have a really um, steady income um, potential, they've got structured pay grades, there's a recent article the BBC did that talked about that um, this particular sector, this public sector, was getting um, a slightly above inflation pay increase this year, which is fantastic mm-hmm. for them. And that really, that and, and that job security that comes with those type of roles, and I think that is definitely overlooked by the high street sector, um, a mainstream sector. So Kensington use a tool which is called Vector, and it's an analytical tool, and it helps us study the career uh, trajectories, their earnings, job security, financial behaviour of these people who work in these roles in order to understand those risks and the product itself can lend up to five times income and it can take into account up to 100% of their shift patterns because a lot of these will work um, very much seven days a week, 24 hours a day um, and um, 
you know that that five times income can really um, stretch over that shift pattern work and that sustainable yeah. um, overtime. And that's we've called the product heroes because really that's exactly what they are. Yeah, that's a really interesting approach. Then, so rather than devising a new product based around a rate or a fee or a, or a niche piece of criteria, it's actually designed around the customer problem. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. that customer group. And I think when you talk to brokers, they absolutely identify it because they've all got you know customers who are teachers or customers who are nurses. And you know the first thing is they look at a payslip for a nurse and they go, "Oh, ha, help!" You know, yeah. so the, the income is so complex, um, and, and again, it's quite complex sometimes for high street to kind of work that out. So that's where I think a specialist lender can really help. Um, and service those borrowers. Yeah, we've got a customer at the moment with um, where we need to rely on pension income. Like the loan goes into retirement and they've got an NHS pension. Yeah. And it's one of the most complicated pension statements I think our underwriters have seen here. Yeah. Um, it's been declined by three lenders just because they can't understand yeah. payslip or the, the pension statement. Absolutely. So that's a really interesting product. Send it over and we'll see if we can help. <laughs> <laughs> you touched earlier on your sales IQ system. Yes. Um, so what are your thoughts on tech and tech developments within the industry? So I think um, technology is, is definitely moving on. There's been a lot of talk, a lot of buzzwords um, thrown around in the marketplace. Um, so, but to try and keep it as simple as possible is what, what we've tried to do is give the best kind of combination. So what do actually brokers want? They actually want the high street speed, which high street absolutely deliver, but they want something that they know and love a specialist for. And obviously we're known and love for that specialist underwriting, you know, that manual underwriting, that head and heart kind of approach. So um, we've already adopted um, working with 27 Tech, um, where the, the broker is able to move from their own internal system, right through sourcing, uh, into a decision in principle with ourselves. Um, so that's kind of the front-end process for, 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 the, for the broker customer. Um, and then back-end, so kind of in our, in our um, underwriting process, what we've delivered is some robotics. And what those robotics do is, is do some searches for us. So at the moment, they, for instance, for an example, they'll go and do a search for a solicitor to ensure they're kind of acceptable within our, within our process. So that then gives more time back to the underwriter to spend time on actually underwriting more applications. And um, so it frees up a lot more of their time. Um, but for me, anything that kind of aids the process for the customer journey, the better. We've seen a lot of talk of robo advice and, and things like that. Um, Absolutely, we've, we're not seeing much of that delivered out there in the market. But I totally agree. Where we're seeing the biggest advantage in tech is is kind of the behind the scenes yes. side of things. So how easy can we make it for a customer to apply rather than take out all of that specialism, that underwriting that's needed? Absolutely. And, and I think you need to get that balance. Don't you? Yeah. you know, absolutely what a customer wants is, is the speed of a high street, but actually they want that specialism that comes from these specialist lenders able to actually analyse their cases yeah. uh, and help that customer groupings. Yeah. And it's something that people get in other sectors. Um, you, know, you can apply for a, you can open a bank account with some of the new banks within 30 seconds. Absolutely. Um, Whereas a mortgage, you still have to get documents witnessed by your next door neighbour and this, that and the other before you can complete on it, which, which just seems crazy in this day and age. Absolutely. But it's nice to see lenders actually now trying to catch up with that and, and plug those gaps. Yeah, absolutely. Brilliant. Um, so to conclude, um, in, again, in traditional style, if you could make one change to the industry, what would it be and why? Ooh, so, so at the moment, you, you know, you can't get away from the political environment. You know, Brexit's yeah. been such a major factor and... You know, um, unfortunately, consumers just see all the negativity, um, which creates uncertainty. Um, but I think there's two kind of things that comes out for me. What One is that, I don't know if you saw the Imla article, which was talking about, um, they did a sentiment poll, which revealed how brokers are actually feeling at the moment. Okay. Um, and that was incredibly, 
incredibly encouraging that 91% of brokers felt confident about the outlook for the mortgage sector and 93% was confident about the future of intermediaries and 95% being confident about their own business structure. But I think touching back on what you talked about with technology, um, absolutely, we've seen a lot more price comparison sites that are up there for consumers um, and we've seen a lot more supposedly digital brokers appearing in the marketplace as well. And, you know, if let be honest, you know, they're, they're going to go after the high street type of stuff. They're going to stuff that's kind of simple and easy to kind yeah. of to process. So I think um, I think there'll be one big change I'd like to see is a lot more focus um, for um, specialisms and for brokers to focus on specialist marketplace because customer circumstances are becoming increasingly more complex. And I think intermediaries are in the right place to help them with specialist lenders. That's brilliant. Thank you for your time. Thank you. That was excellent. I hope there's stuff in there that brokers can take away and, and hopefully send more business your way as a result. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. To hear the rest of the series and be notified first of future episodes, hit subscribe. And to discuss any of the topics covered in today's Crystal Cast or any other specialist finance requirements, call us on 01827 301070 or visit our website at www.crystalsf.com. Thank you to today's guests and as always, thank you for listening.